You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Jim goes, that was a bad, bad throw by Jordan Love. <laughs> Turns back around. <laughs> Next thing. That was an underthrown ball by Jordan Love. And I'm just like, oh so, my God, this guy's so going to swing on Jim. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. How you get into the show? You want to get us some uh, songs that you think Jordan Love is listening to in his headphones before Packer games? Wrong answers only. Uh, I am Jim Rutledge alongside America's favorite Molly Brown, downtown Molly Brown. Uh, we are presented by Coors Light. The Mountain Blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Asking you again, what is? Jordan Love listening to in his headphones. Wrong answers only. Uh, Robin Madison sent a YouTube link, so you're going to have to figure that one out. Uh, you can open that in your computer in there. I don't know. Wait, he sent a YouTube it's link? It's on the talking text line. So. I don't trust anything Robin Madison sent as a YouTube link. I don't even know you could do that. This could be a, this could be a phishing thing from a our company. All I, every day we get a phishing email from our company. I, I get fish <laughs> and try to cyber attack from our own company more than anyone else. Fish Friday by Robin Madison. Right? Yeah. Fish yeah. Friday. We're fishing you all the time here at Good Karma Brands. I swear. Unbelievable. It's, it's daily. Yeah, it's it some is. email. Anyways. <laughs> it's just leave me alone. And then you gotta enroll in training. It's like, I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. Monthly training. I get it. I'm not gonna send my money to the prince in uh, some random country I've never heard of. All right, I got it. But you know what's messed up is we have to do that because somebody did. Yes, I know, <laughs> that right? That is the problem. Yeah. yeah, I've got some uncles who are a little too little too believing of the emails <laughs> they receive. Oh, you my. know people that it's happened to? Uh, uncles, yes. Oh, wow. Uncles. Jeez. <laughs> the one that almost got my wife and almost got me and actually almost, I think, got uh, Scalzo once is the, and I'll just let people know about it. The fake Geek Squad calls. <clears throat> so they'll call you and say, hey, your Geek Squad uh, thing is expiring. We're just going to renew it. And then they'll be, and you, you call them or you answer, be like, no, I don't want to renew it. They're like, oh, too late. We already did. We can refund your money. And then that's where they start getting. It's like, well, give us your bank account. Like, well, no. But like, that's where it gets you because initially you're like, you probably had a Geek Squad sort of, you know, from Best Buy. Like, so you're like, wait, I don't want this renewed. Uh, and then that's where they at least get past, you know, get past like the first line defense of like, oh, okay, so I don't want to renew it. And then they start getting weird. And they're huh. like, oh, wait, never mind. But uh, that one, uh, I got, uh, I got my wife and I think Scouse's wife, not all the way, but to the point of like, they called us and were like, mm-hmm. hey, they're going to do this. And you're like, well, we don't have Geek Squad. So like, they purposely try to set it up of like, it sounds like something you would have. Mm. And then they're like, so, you know, they're hoping to get someone who's unaware, but it sounds like something that their sniffing other would have. Vice versa, you know, I'm sure they, they probably do other things, calling guys with things that like, oh, my wife uh, has a Glamour magazine subscription. Yeah, let's just keep that going. You know, like that kind of stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't pick. Uh, <laughs> is Glamour magazine even a thing anymore? I don't know. Are magagines even a thing anymore? I don't even know. Dot com? Dot com. Maxim's still a thing? East Bay? 
Whoa, Maxim. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop looking at me when you ask these questions, Jim. Hamilton After Dark. <laughs> Religion Hamilton After Dark. What is your favorite Maxim cover? Is it- <laughs> hey, now. Sports Illustrated? That had to be a magazine that's been long gone, right? Maxim? Yeah. I, I can find out. Uh, to look through your subscription careful. list. <laughs> Shut up. Nah, he, he totally subscribes to like Playboy still. <laughs> the articles are good, Molly. <laughs> the classics. All right, guys? I've been reading the classics. <laughs> Reading the classics, yes. huh? Because we know Ryan's type. 844 stop at 703776. What does that even mean? 1950 or before? What? I don't After? Know. So, like, classics, do you mean, like, is it from the 70s or people born in the 70s? People. <laughs> Which is the preference Good for, for, for prior before the 70s? So, you, people be born before the 70s, current or then? Current or that? Wait, hold the on. The issues are you? What? Are you seeing issues of them back in the seventies? Are you seeing issues of them now? People born before the seventies. <laughs> I feel like this is a lose lose situation. I'm just. <laughs> you brought it up. Just trying to gauge your you're type here. here. We're just trying to clarify for our audience here, Ryan. <laughs> I don't think the audience wants or needs to know this. <laughs> then why'd you bring it up? <laughs> Molly's the one who brought up Maxim. No. I didn't drink it. I brought, it. I brought a Playboy. <laughs> okay, yeah. see? Jeez. She's innocent here. Hey <laughs> exactly. I don't even know. Is that? Do they mail those anymore? Which one? <laughs> like <laughs> Playboy magazine. That seems antiquated. Yeah. Right with your blockbusters. Right. <laughs> the Netflix Do DVDs. You a, they should just make a store of like things that don't exist. Like a blockbuster. <laughs> and then you can get a an old magazine in there. Uh, cassette tape. Like just things that you don't need anymore and we'll, but we'll still what sell them. What else would be in that list? Now I'm curious. Museum of stuff we don't use yeah. anymore? No, like a, like a nostal- 90s nostalgia store selling things you don't need anymore. What else is in there? I was I was born in 99. I don't know. I was Me? born in 99. You don't know things exist? Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't using stuff in the 90s. A payphone? A pager? The, oh yeah, pager's a good one. Okay. Uh, I would say like a, I don't know, we'll say DVD players. 100%. About VHS players. VHS, I feel like those were almost out there. Like in the 90s, everyone was switching to DVD. But like, okay. who's using uh, DVDs? Thanks, Rob. I got it. Uh, <laughs> 844-770-3776. Rob chimed in with a suggestion there. I think that's for you, Ryan, actually. So uh, you can check out that suggestion later. Now if you'd I like. want to know the suggestion. <laughs> it could really be for anyone. But I think since we were talking about Ryan's uh, magazine subscriptions and his long list of magazines that he subscribes to, it just, seems ineffic- it just seems inefficient. <laughs> so we keep making the jokes about like Rutledge and Hamilton After Dark. Let's yeah. just say Robin Madison is nocturnal when it comes to the <laughs> okay. talking text line. Okay. It yeah, don't click on his YouTube link. <laughs> no. I might bring you to a different website. No, I don't want to get any, I don't want this computer to catch anything. Ryan and Madison says he wants you to check. He thinks it's online for Playboy Magazine if you want to check. But okay. he doesn't know because he would never go to that site. So you can just check down the work computer there if you'd like. Uh, 844-770-3776. What else would be in like a 90s nostalgia store? So we've established like Blockbuster Video I think would be the motif for it. And then you could have... Um, let's see. Maybe like a Zima in there? Uh, there's Furbies on this list I whoa, found. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. Furby. Furby, not furries. <laughs> I enunciated. That's those one things you would get from like McDonald's with the big eyes. I thought that was Beanie Babies. No, no, no. Those are two different things. I used to have a whole sack of Beanie Babies too. Um, no, Furbies are like those weird bird things. Kind of like birds before Angry Birds. Do you know what I mean? Big eyes. Yeah, they're electronic robotic toys. They're kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, that and sounds awful. You for sure. <laughs> Robot dogs, you remember those? No. Oh, yes, I do know what you're talking about. That's more 2000s, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, also on this list, Dunkaroos. I don't know what that is. 
Do you know, Jim? Dunkaroos? I feel like that's like a snack. Yeah, it's a cookie. Uh, Ryan and Madison chimes in with tube TVs. That's a good one. I don't know what a tube TV is. The TVs that weigh 10,000 pounds. Okay, yes. Yeah, just not... Honestly, the worst one was, and I had a friend that had this, it was he had an HD TV, but it wasn't... Like, they didn't make them flat screens yet, so it was like I had... I felt like it was just filled with cement blocks. It was the heaviest TV I've ever... I think it might have taken three of us to move it, and it was like a 30-inch TV, but it was like an HD one, and it was like carrying cement bricks. I felt that was amazing. (laughs) All right. I don't know what is happening on Talking Tech. 447-70-3776 is uh, how you get into the show. And uh, that's all. Molly, you don't want to look at Talking Tech. Oh, no. I'm totally pulling it up. All right. You don't scare me. But we uh, do have a couple of Iron Jack poll questions. One is, what is Jordan Love listening to that is uh, in his headphones? Wrong answers only, because uh, obviously it's not the right thing to be listening to. Also asking you, uh, would you prefer an exciting loss or a boring win for the Packers this week? And uh, boring wing, Ryan, is winning 75%. Uh, 26.5 say boring loss. You're 100. The Packers are going nowhere. Yeah, I would rather an exciting win where the young players, young offensive players specifically, look good than if the Packers go out. I mean, if you think of this honestly, that if the Packers go out and grind out like, there you go. I was looking, wait, waiting for you to find it. I saw your face. Now I know you found it. Uh, and they win like 16 to 12. Who cares? And Jordan Love looks like he has all the other games. Who cares they won that football game? That is a crappy game. I'd rather they lose. I don't know. Fine, if you want to go... 30 to 24. Yep. And uh, Love has three touch- passing touchdowns, one to Watson and two to Dobbs, or however you want to split it up, or one to Musgraves, Dobbs, and Watson. Great. Like, you're going to feel better about that game. Mm-hmm. You're going to be calling in telling me Jordan Love's back. If they win and they win 16 to 12, nobody's going to rightfully, in straight face, say Jordan Love's back. Yeah, no. Uh, I want to see points being put up. I want to see more than 10 points in a game. I want to see points in the first half. More than just a field goal, too. But um, Ooh, You're getting wild over there. Way too crazy. Uh, my Molly height... gone wild from the 90s. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're you're, getting... <laughs> you're getting wild over there, Molly. Whoa. <laughs> Religion Hamilton after dark. Welcome back to Religion Hamilton after dark. <laughs> you actually yeah. have the perfect voice for that, though. I could. I could. Maybe that's my side hustle now. I'll just, I don't know what station has an after dark. You can, oh, that's so, totally something we can put in that museum. It's like those call numbers that you used to call in. Oh, yeah. Like, uh... What? Uh, no, you have like the uh, Delilah, the, the call in, like a Fraser Crane sort of thing. I'm listening. <laughs> like, call in with your problems, like Love Line sort of thing, oh, yeah, like yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. They're always the worst calls. Like, my, my boyfriend continues to cheat on me. What should I do? I don't know. Leave him. Like, no, this no, no, is pretty no, no. simple. I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. I'm talking, I talking about, about like, the, having the... intimacy over the phone. <laughs> like those numbers that you call into. Molly. <laughs> I didn't do it, but people did. <laughs> So you're suggesting my side hustle should be answering the phone as one of the people on the phone there. All right. How you doing? That's how I'm going to answer the phone. From now on going forward, how you doing? Yeah. That's the one too. Yeah. Can I actually ask? I've been listening. I listen to Rutledge Hamilton every day on my drive home. I honestly don't know if that's Jim saying that or Little John. What? That's me. Is it? Okay. That it one's Jim. you. Yeah. Let's go. 
can hear the Matt Hamilton, let's go in the background. I also hate that I just called him Little John instead of saying Lil John. Welcome to being old. All right, Noah Madison chimes in. I want an exciting game because my dad got me last minute tickets. Selfishly, I need them to win in style. That's uh, yeah. That would obviously be the best answer, but we need to have something in between. Jordan Love is listening to. I need play a, to win the game. Jordan Love is listening to. I need a hero. I don't know if that's the one by Bonnie Tyler. I need a hero. That song, the lyrics of that one is really funny. It's it's pretty wild. Um, Robin Madison asks, if I've ever seen the movie Wolf on Wall Street? Yes. I do not know what you're referencing, but yes, I've seen the uh, um, the, the movie Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have seen Wolf of Wall Street. Can you do it, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Come on, Molly. Mm-hmm. No, because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I have I've only this, seen this. parts. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's how they get pumped up before they like make oh. all their calls all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's what Jordan Love needs to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You gonna join in or what? No, I'm just gonna watch you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting hyped, Molly. I'm getting hyped. Throw the Hamilton after dark. I'm not embarrassed to bark on the air, <laughs> but a little bit of mmm. But you don't want to do it. But you don't bark, you wolf. What is this? <laughs> Some I think Alex Strofe made at one point. Like his own mix? Yes. Goodness. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. This gets me hyped. Just like going to Chalmers Jewelers gets me hyped. Whether you're in the doghouse. Do I get a... No? <gasps> woo, woo. There you go. Whether you're in the doghouse or uh, you want to stay out of the doghouse or just get better at giving gifts like Mark Tauscher did. Uh, Greg Scalzo obviously uh, picked up an engagement ring there along with plenty of other uh, presents. You can get push gifts there. You can get um, gifts for you know whatever the holiday is, anniversaries, treat yourself. But the thing is, in Chalmers Jewelers, it's all custom. So Chalmers Jewelers is literally the only place you'd be going because... It costs less there, and it'll be better there. So go to Chalmers Jewelers in Madison or in Middleton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. When I see the connection Though I see I don't stare Though I see when I'm lost in my reflection, though I see, I don't stare. Though I see, I don't stare. Then I change my direction. Fish Fridays here on Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost after dark. Molly Brown does not yeah. like. My after uh, dark voice here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Prime time. Do you like the well the after the after dark voice uh, might work well uh, for what's coming up here. So let me set this oh. up. Here. Mm. Welcome back into Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. We now play America's favorite game. We're gonna go pole dancing. We asked and you answered. <laughs> what? Coming to the stage, it's pole dancing on Rutledge and Hamilton. Hey now. Presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right, there's nothing better for a Rutledge and Hamilton after dark than some nice pole dancing. So this is a segment where we go around the polls posted this week at ESPN Wisconsin and we review the results and we uh, chime in with our answers uh, on the poll questions themselves. So Carol Bruston Norman actually earlier today responding to when Matt LaFleur had the quote saying he's quote unquote ready to cut Aaron Jones loose against the Rams on Sunday. 
The question is, how many touches do you expect Jones to actually have on Sunday? Less than 10, 10 to 15, 16 to 19, or more than 20? 44% saying 10 to 15. What do you guys think? One, what the hell have you been doing before? And this reminds me of John Runyon being like, we're going to run the Dolphins. We're going to look like the Miami <laughs> Dolphins out there. What was stopping you beforehand? Mm-hmm. What was stopping you from letting Aaron Jones loose beforehand, Matt LaFleur? So to me, it sounds like 20 or more, but Matt LaFleur's mind, yeah. that 10 to whatever window. 10 to 15. 10, to, 10 to 15, 100%. Because Gross. he constantly apologizes, he constantly takes the blame, and then he doesn't change anything. It's like he blacks out in the game. Like he has a plan. <laughs> he he's like, oh, my God. It, it's honestly like you play Madden. You're like, oh, I'm just going to start. What, coach suggestion. I'll just run the screen. I'm just going to run the same three plays over and over again. And then I lost. Matt LaFleur should just go up to the box in the game. Literally. Yeah. yeah just maybe. watch from up above. Well, Get out of here. Time out, Matt LaFleur. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, another one from Kyle Breston Norman posted at the NFO trade deadline show? on Tuesday. Well, no, they, they post a lot of polls. It's easy to pull, <laughs> pull a lot from those guys. It's easy to um, pull polls from Kyle Bruss Norman. It sure is. So with the NFL trade deadline now over this past Tuesday, the Packers made just one move, trading Rasul Douglas to the Bills. Should the Packers have done more? 70% said yes, should have done more. 30% said no. What do you guys think? Yeah, they should have traded mm. anyone that they like. Aaron Jones should have been traded. The yep. Packers aren't going anywhere this year. Do you think anyone was wanting Aaron Jones right now? I don't now? care what. Someone would have given something. Like, I wish yeah. an NFL team would do this, and I know that people would, like, get upset, but they have A.J. Dillon, so it's not like it's completely tanking, but yeah, I wish they would... Like, you have two wins. You've looked awful in every game, including your, outside of the Bear game, you've looked awful even in your other win, yep. and the offense has been abysmal, so you're not turning... It, and you don't have Aaron Rodgers back there. You're not turning it around, so just trade... You trade one veteran. I think the, the, string, the thread's already been pulled on the, hey, the locker room might think we're giving up anyways... Trade more if you can get anything for him. What's the point? Mm-hmm. I'd rather play the young guys and get rid of the veterans and try to recruit some draft picks for him. Literally, just blow the whole thing up. I don't know why they didn't just blow it all up. What's the, exactly what Jim said? What is the point of keeping any of these guys that are even giving you a glimmer of hope, like Aaron Jones? What's the point of keeping them? You know that, like, you know that you're not going anywhere. You know you're not going to win the Super Bowl. You know he's probably not going to be on the team next year. So why wouldn't you get what you can for him this year? Well, Molly just answered one of the poll questions on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy earlier Mm. this week, so I'll go to a different one. Uh, This posted yesterday on a very special holiday here in the state of Wisconsin known as Jordan Love's birthday. Uh, Jen, (laughs) Gabe, and Chewy asked, if you were to get Jordan Love a gift for his birthday, what would you get him? A better coaching staff, a wide receiver one, a better general manager, or a better arm? 23% saying better coaching staff. 37% 37% say wide receiver one, 18% a better GM, and 22% a better arm. What do you guys say? Better arm. Better decision making. Like, I mean, it's not an arm That's thing. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, he just needs to be quicker and more accurate. I guess if you want to say better arm, like it gives him more accuracy. Like, I, I don't, he doesn't need to have a stronger arm. I think it's fine. He just needs to be more accurate with it. He seems like if he lets it rip, it's inaccurate. Yeah. So I would just, I would say either an accurate arm or quicker decision making. Better, better brain, better arm. Uh, yeah, brain seemed a bit much. Like, yeah, it seemed like that. offensive. But uh, what, no. what Wizard of Oz character is Jordan Love? Does he need a heart? Does he Great need brain? Question. What's the other ones here? Uh, is he afraid of? Does he need he courage. Courage. What's the, what did the Tin Man need? Oil. Heart. He, okay, perfect. <laughs> does he need? Does Jordan Love? Uh, which Wizard of Oz character is Jordan Love? Is he the Tin Man? Does he need more heart? Is he the Scarecrow? He needs a brain. 
Is he the cowardly lion because he needs courage? Ooh. Or is he Dorothy because he needs to go home? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, or Dorothy because he landed somewhere he never should have. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So then um, another one going back to Kyle Brust and <laughs> Norman three days ago. Would you be open to the Packers GM Brian Gutekunst trading head coach Matt LaFleur? 77% saying yes. 23% saying no. What do you guys think? Trading LaFleur at the deadline would have been the right move. Did you just purposely say his name like that? Why did you say his name like that? LaFleur? You said LaFleur. 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 Well, that's that's another dodgeball reference. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's got sick references. Thank you. Uh, I would say for what? Nobody's trading for Matt LaFleur. You want some magazines? (laughs) Ryan, well, I didn't. I didn't ask collection? the question. Don't kill the messenger here, Jim. Uh, no, because you wouldn't get anything for him. Molly, you seem to be thinking about this one pretty hard. Uh, I would, I would get rid of Matt Lafleur. I'm more than happy to get rid of Matt Lafleur at this point in time. Uh, again, yeah. Well, who would you want in exchange for Matt Lafleur? Oh man, I don't know. Like who would tight you end, a tight ends coach, a wide receivers coach, maybe <laughs> someone to help the young guys? I I don't know, Be- better offensive coordinator. But like who as a head coach would you want to replace Matt Lafleur? Head coach? Yeah. I mean that's fairly long list. I mean I would say I would say Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, Bill Belichick, Jason, available. Ones. Mike Rabel. Oh, available. Let's say available. Oh, well, ben Johnson with the Lions. Okay. Their OC. I think he'd be really good. Jim Harbaugh. Nah. Eh. I'd like Harbaugh with the Packers. That one doesn't bother me as much, He's a honestly. Bear. He's gonna be a bear. Come on, Jim. I don't. I, I don't know on that one. Honestly, he seems like the biggest wild card. It could, yes. I think it would either because he won a lot in San Francisco, mm-hmm. yeah. so it could hit big. It could. Or it could just be a disaster. Yes. But look, that's all of them. Ben Johnson, like he's never coached. And he's never been head coach before. Like these are all so hard. Like you look at like if you're just a side note here. Would you rather the Packers replace Matt Lafleur with someone who's never been a head coach before or with someone with experience? Wait, what was your question? Someone with experience or someone who's never coached before, who would you want to, to replace Matt LaFleur? So almost like, would you rather have Josh McDaniels well, or McDaniels Ben Johnson? State. No, it would be more of like, well, McDaniels has failed twice. So Bill yeah. Belichick coached in Cleveland, it, it didn't work out. So yeah, like, how about that. like, uh, I'm trying to think here, Todd Bowles, or uh, who's the guy, Brian oh. Flores. Flores. Oh, he's a coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Yes, and he is coached as a head coach. I think he was mm-hmm. run out unfairly. And I'm not saying that McDaniel wasn't a good hire, but like, I think, was there an in between there? I feel no, like there was no, no or there was an interim. Okay, interim yeah. Coach. But like, Flores, I think, was just moved off of because he's a defensive minded coach. So, but he's coached before and he won. Yeah. So, like, yeah, would you about 500. take someone that you, so like, maybe you think got a raw deal somewhere? Like I thought, Doug Peterson I thought was fired too quickly in Philly. Yeah, and then and he's succeeding mm-hmm. in uh, Jacksonville. So would you try to find someone like that? Because the the young coaches, and I look down to Chicago. I mean, you look at Tressman, you look at Nagy, you look at um, God, who's their coach right now? Eberflus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's can't remember out, the name right. He's not even going to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lovey did a good job, but that was. I mean, they brought in John Fox. That was a disaster. So he was an yep. older guy, but. They usually bring in new coaches, and it doesn't work. Like I almost think you might want to lean towards bringing someone with some experience coaching. I think you get experience. Uh, side note, do you think that Matt LaFleur is like the runt of the Shanahan tree? Ooh. And what do you consider this tree? Like, uh, I considered D'Amico Ryan's in this tree. Like, Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's is in there. I would say Salah's in there. Mike yes. McDaniel. Yes. McVay is in yep. that tree. Yes. Uh, I feel like there's one we're missing. Oh, Kevin O'Connell mm-hmm. in the in um, yep. Minnesota now. 
feel like LaFleur and O'Connell might be closer than Packers fan might want to admit. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, I don't think that uh, O'Connell necessarily has as much to hide behind that True. That Matt LaFleur has for the last three years, yeah. four years, whatever he's been there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so final poll question we'll ask, guys. Uh, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on Halloween. Are you in or out on haunted houses? In, 46%. No, saying 54%. Out, 1 million percent. I can't do haunted houses. Not happening. Uh, They're disgusting. I don't want to be in a scary movie. Like, nope, not happening. Do you know, I, I, I was listening to Jen, Gabe, and Julia this day. Did you see the haunted house that, like, the college game day crew was able to go to in Utah? I did not, no. In Utah. Yeah, because they, they went this past yeah, weekend yeah. when College Game Day was out there. Mm-hmm. Freaking nuts. I think she said for like the VIP tour to do it, it's like 200 bucks a person to go through this massive, and it takes like an, over an hour to go through. Just to scare yourself? Yes. $200? Not a chance. No. No freaking chance. There was this place in uh, Tucson that I went to one year, and it's, uh, it's basically like, I don't know if it's actually Tombstone. Honestly, I can't remember. Like, Tombstone where all the movies are filmed. So it's like a whole movie set kind of thing with all these different, like, saloons and stuff like that. The whole thing is a haunted town. So, like, you'll you'll not even be in a haunted house. You'll just be walking around and, like, people are trying to scare the bejesus out of you. It is horrible. I hate it. Will not go to another haunted house in my life. What? I would say I'm with you on that because either haunted houses are super lame and I don't want to pay and go to that, or they're way too terrifying and I don't want to deal with that either. So there's like no in between. Like it, I would either you go for one, it's like for your kids, you're like, okay, all right, what? And you just kind of meander through it, and you're nowhere close to scared, and everyone uh, is kind of just barely trying to spook someone. But then the other ones, no, I don't want someone to touch me. I don't want to worry if I'm getting murdered or uh, if this is actually part of the haunted house thing. So. That's not really my thing. I'm also not much into horror movies, mainly because they're usually just bad movies. A lot of them, yeah. Like I like the Jordan Peele's movies or some of the stuff from M. Night Shyamalan. If it's a thriller and it makes you think and it's kind of like that kind Mm -hmm. of horror, I'm I'm into it. Or like we're watching American Horror Story right now, and those are more of like, they're not like jump scares. It's like drawn out. There's plots to them, or there's uh, House and Haunting Hill. Again, like a backstory. Yeah, psychological. There could be ghosts and creepiness in it, but like the jump scare ones... Aren't necessarily. I like Scream, but again, that was kind of like, in it was scary, but like it wasn't like over the top terrifying. But it was also like in on the joke of slasher flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I literally like we went to one in Iowa probably like ten years ago, honestly. A cornfield, I assume. No, uh, well, it was like in a cornfield, but like it was like in a there building, um, and like I, I literally. Pushed my cousin, and I think she ended up like spraining her ankle because I was so scared. But, like they chase you out with chainsaws. Yeah. And honestly, Ryan, you might be able to help with this because you're the resident serial killer okay. on the show. <laughs> How like, hard is it to run with a chainsaw? Right? <laughs> like a haunted house is honestly the perfect place to go kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, many, I would assume. How many people it? have you uh, you murdered in a haunted house there, Ryan? Look, I don't run with chainsaws. That's for amateurs. All right, guys. Are you more uh, of a thrower? A thrower? You just throw the chainsaw <laughs> like throw the chainsaw. <laughs> I haven't, had a, I haven't had a rope, and I just <laughs> I just get them from a distance. Is yeah. this why you always wear a hat? Because you got chainsaw scars in your head from trying to learn to throw them? <laughs> from all my years of practicing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. No, you actually give off be. more of like a Patrick Bateman. Then that's a good movie. Like that's a good, Would you call that a horror movie? Who's American Patrick Bateman? American Psycho. It, he, mm, it plays I don't think like I've a, seen that one. Plays a, it's a good one. Um, look at that. It's to uh, uh, first watch. When we get back to doing that. 
But I actually, so I, I think I even have the one on Blu-ray. But um, so you can. You know what? You both say you gave me the last movie as a DVD. Yeah. I watched it, but DVDs, you just like you said, they need to be left in a '90s blockbuster. Like honestly, uh, DVDs are very difficult to watch. Like we plug it into the PlayStation. Yeah. But it's like you can't watch it on the go. No. Which, like, for me, it's like, I need it to be on the go. I yes. need it to be, I need to pay the $3 on Prime to watch it on my phone as I'm driving into work. Not saying I do that, but... <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. Wait, you throw it on the dash? Yeah. I clip it on the on the vent, on the pop socket holder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just put it there. I listen, and I, like, glance down every now and then. I'm not just watching the movie with my popcorn as I'm driving into the <laughs> office. Home box office. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a movie on the go. Car box office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we, we'll know how uh, Molly Brown's story ends. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. It's above me as I sing. I see them through a crystal haze. And hear their sweet sound bouncing round the never-ending This is a good, now this is a good, like, you win, the Packers win, they beat the Rams, and you play this in the locker room. Sounds like they should be having, like, pina coladas on the beach. Or, uh, you know, partaking in other things. You can do whatever you want with this song. If you win, you get to enjoy. You think Jordan Love had, like, a good birthday? Like, he's just in the middle of a crappy season? What day was his birthday? Uh, it was yesterday. Thursday, mm, a Thursday birthday, and you're you're playing poorly, and your team's playing poorly. Yeah, like the state of Wisconsin isn't your biggest fan. I don't know. It's a nice group here, okay. like as far as like Wisconsin fans are nice and forgiving. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Uh, Jim Rutledge, Molly Brown, with you live from the Everlight Solar Studio. You can get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six, and uh, it is Fish Friday, so we are playing fish music throughout. Uh, we had a couple questions out there as far as, one, we asked, and we can kind of explore this a little bit more, would you want the Packers, if they did fire Matt LaFleur, to replace him with a veteran coach or another young coach? Uh, also, looking ahead of that Badger game, is this game a trap? Uh, would you bet the uh, the Badgers are supposed to, I think they're nine and a half favorites. Would you bet them to cover? Nine and a half point favorites against Indiana. I'm trying to think of what that score could potentially be. Let me let me just tell you what I think the score is going to be. Okay. Uh, I think the Badgers will win. No, they're not going to cover. 17-10. 17-10 is what you got. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Primetime? Uh, my prediction was uh, 27-17. I think they just cover. I think, okay. it's a, I think it's an ugly game. And the thing that worries me is Illinois' run- quarterback was a big running quarterback. And he really kind of like exposed the Packers, def- or Packers Badgers defense a little bit with his legs. And I think Indiana's quarterback can do the same. So I'm worried about that and not having Braylon. I think it's going to be a tighter game than we would want. But mm-hmm. I think they'll still be able to. I think the overall talent gap is still greater for the Badgers. I agree with you on that. And their quarterback turns ball. He's got five interceptions, their quarterback. He's not much of a passer. So I do think being a little bit more one-dimensional than I think Illinois' quarterback was I will hurt. I honestly more worried about the injuries for the Badgers. DK, Allen, Mordecai. Like, are they just too – Lucy – are they getting too far down the depth chart? I know these young players are talented at getting times, but that honestly worries me more than anything else. It could be a big game for Will Pauling, the slot receiver for the Badgers. He yep. leads I like them. Him. He mm-hmm. leads them in yards, leads them in catches. He had the big touchdown catch mm-hmm. at the end of the Illinois game. I feel like there's still guys there, but 
it's certain they'll need guys to step up in this game. I mean, Jim just listed off the injuries on offense too. Like, hey, they might need a defensive score for being honest. For sure. And the defense, this could be a game the defense dominates. So, yeah, I think the talent, the talent gap is strong for the Badgers still, even after all the turnover this offseason. I mean, Indiana's two and six on the season, zero yeah. and five in conference. If what they, games did they win? They beat. Uh, oh, zero and five in the conference. Okay. Yes. So it doesn't matter. I don't even know what AKR <laughs> stands. Akron. Akron. Yeah. Yeah. The Zips in four overtimes. So who have they? Oh my oh, gosh. Wow. Four overtimes to knock out the Zips, and they beat Indiana State. Ooh, the Sycamores. But then, like I said, like I know that Penn State isn't good. But Penn State's pretty good still. They're they're actually really good. But that, you I think, think so because I watched yeah. them against. I'm trying to think. Ohio State. Because Ohio mm. State's also really good. They got well, smoked yes. by Rutgers, 31 to 14. House by Michigan, fifty-two to seven. Saw Maryland beat them what forty-two did, to forty-four to seventeen. What did Wisconsin beat Rutgers? Uh, I can't final score, score for was. that game was uh, twenty-one to ten, or it was cl- that was another game that was a little closer because they scored it towards the end of the game because Badgers fumbled. But it was Badgers won that game comfortably. Should have been a two-score game. I think it ended up being one. Okay, hold on. I have a question. Yeah. If the Badgers played the Michigan Wolverines, what do you think that score would be? Oof. Uh, so they played them tomorrow. What would it be? Where? Michigan. Oh, God. Um, I would say with this injury depletion, too, 38 to – I know they. I know the score, they, Michigan was a 52-7, mm-hmm. but I would say like 38 to 10, okay. maybe 13 with this specific team. I'd honestly say 45 to 10. I think Mich- Michigan is rolling over every team they play right now. Well, Michigan beat Indiana in Michigan 52-7 to just a couple weeks ago. So I, that's I, why I, would, I just wanted yes, to see like yes. a little bit of comparison. I would think that Locke would do better than 7 of 13 for 52 yards mm-hmm. passing and two interceptions, which is what uh, Jackson did for Indiana in that game. So uh, their quarterback on the year, uh, Taven Jackson. I mean, oh, he's he, not the quarterback anymore. Oh, actually, he, they benched him mm-hmm. for a different quarterback. No, he's out. I'm sorry, he's out. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. It's, yeah. yeah, it's Brendan Soresby. Yeah, he's probably worse then. Because, uh, wait, I thought Jackson played like... They must have just benched him. I think, stats. They, I think they might be like kind of flipping him back and forth a little Because he played against Michigan. Played against, but that was three weeks ago they played Michigan. Okay, that's They okay. just played Penn State last week. So this weekend of football in the state of Wisconsin, is it... Backup quarterbacks versus backup quarterbacks? So their backup quarterback is Brock Lowry. Uh, and uh, also uh, not good. They have a couple... Look, they don't have a quarterback you should be worried about is really kind of the, the big thing here for Indiana. They're not a good football team. They're just not. And they're struggling to find a quarterback. They're struggling to find players who can make plays for them. And I just... I don't think Indiana... If the Badgers are hanging around... This, or allowing Indiana to hang around in this game... I think you're going to have some some concerns here. Brendan Soresby is the other guy that plays. Um, I mean, six touchdowns and an interception, but nothing impressive in that one either. Uh, I mean, he's, I would say, against Rutgers, a crappy Rutgers team, he was 15-31 of 31, uh, with 48% completion percentage. He had a nice game against Penn State, uh, but... He ain't it. I don't think he's playing unless he's hurt, unless the other guy's hurt. Yeah, and if you also look at the Penn State game, Penn State gave up like three long touchdowns of fifty plus yards, and like just blown coverages. That's why he threw the touchdowns. He threw the ball probably fifteen yards. Receiver running for like sixty. That's that's where all his stats came from in that game. Three touchdowns. So it's like half of his season stats came in one game because of a poor showing by Penn State. Yeah, and I think that's really what that was. So that should be the trap game that Wisconsin can point to. Yeah, like they. Penn State was trapped, so Wisconsin should not be trapped by that game. Yeah. Because, um, look, you know that if you if you're if you let your guard down, you might get surprised. Also, I would imagine this kid with no scouting report into that game 
the Badgers <laughs> should have it. I like the honestly. I I think the Badgers defense is actually pretty damn good. Yeah, like, I, I would say it is upper tier Big Ten good. I mean, they held Ohio State to twenty four points. Well, who was it that had uh, who who was that that had like the interception last week? Oh, that that was Preston Zachman. Well, there were no. two interceptions. Holman, Holman, yeah, Carter Holman. Yes, yeah. I think he's one of the best he's corners awesome. in the conference he's, too. He's a, he has the second most interceptions in the country right now with five. Yeah, yeah. he should he's be all great. conference Big Ten corner. Yeah. You know, a oh, corner yeah. there on the on the all top all conference team. So, um, I I like the Badgers defense. I the Badgers defense seems to have found its fits, and the Badgers offense is still going to eternally struggle with this offensive line. With one Bordellini floats the snaps back. But also, these linemen are not necessarily designed to block in space, and that's not going to be fixed this year, but they are asked to do that this year. That's only going to get better going forward. But this year, that's still a concern I have, but I don't think Indiana is capable enough of exploiting that concern. So as long as the Badgers stay, I would say, committed to the run to at least keep Indiana, you know, don't do what you did against uh, the game against... Uh, what was the game that Mordecai got hurt? It's Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Where you, you only run the ball 20. Run the ball 40 plus times, and I think they'll win. And I think they'll win covering the spread. Molly, thanks for hopping in and, and getting home late. Yeah. It's dark out. Don't yeah. know how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. Don't Rutledge try to watch a movie on the way back. Rutledge yeah. and Hamilton. You'll light up after your car. Dark. Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. We'll talk to you next week. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruise Light.